Hey there, and welcome back to Voice of Liberty, a podcast produced by Convention of States. It's Bradley again, and this week I'm really excited to bring on a new guest who we actually tried to record for a couple weeks back, and uh, we were having some audio issues on her end, so we just couldn't make it work. But in that recording, you know, in the interview process, out of that, she actually signed up to be a district captain. So I'm now speaking with Missouri's newest district captain, Vivian. And Vivian, do you want to say hi? Hi, Bradley. It's uh, really good to, to talk to you in person after seeing you uh, post things on Slack. It's great to talk to you in person. Thank you so much for hopping on the show, and it is amazing to talk to you as well. I just wanted to start off, what's your background, Vivian? What got you, you know, what did you do before Convention of States, and then what got you involved in Convention of States? Well, I'm retired now, but I actually worked a 22-year career with the government. Um, I've always been interested in politics and history. I can remember lively debates around the kitchen table as a child. Um, I'm a history buff. I'm a genealogy buff. Um, so I, I like being informed, and I'm getting old now. And after you live a while, you start seeing things and, and what works and what doesn't work. And uh, the way this country is headed uh, concerned me. Well, that's, uh, I think what's happening around our country concerns, at least it should, concern a lot of people. And how specifically did you, were you able to take your concern and your opinions and put that into Convention of States? What was sort of the catalyst that got you from being a concerned citizen to being an engaged activist? All right. Well, uh, in addition to working for the government for 22 years, I also stepped away and homeschooled my kids for about 20 years. And in the evening, as I was working on uh, lesson plans and stuff, I would listen to the radio and different uh, talk shows and stuff. And one of them was Mark Levin, and he wrote a, a number of books, a couple of which I've read. But one of them, uh, which came out about the same time that uh, the Convention of States project was organized, one of his books was the uh, Liberty Amendments. And he did talk about that a little on his show, and boy, that just made sense. Uh, it's one thing to complain and be unhappy about the state of the country. It's another thing to take action and actually uh, make a difference. And so that uh, uh, caught my attention. Uh, I eventually went to the Convention of States website and signed the petition and began reading some of the articles that were on the site. Uh, I also attended a couple of uh, meetings, like a coffee shop meeting, where I, re I met uh, Brett Sterley, our uh, state director. Uh, I stopped in and visited the Manchester uh, Fall Festival, where Convention of States had a table set up. And I was able to uh, meet some of the people here uh, locally. I'm in St. Charles, but right across the river from St. Louis. Meet some of the other people that are involved in it. Uh, and uh, uh, just got more and more involved myself. Uh, I think the thing that most excited me was the opportunity to go up to the state capitol in February of this year for the surge. I got to meet my uh, state uh, house representative and uh, uh, learn how to address those people and uh, share our concerns, talk to a couple of 
other people up there, and it was a real encouraging and uh, uh, really got me uh, excited about what can be done uh, with Convention of States. I also listened to uh, the Monday night calls. I listened to the Saturday, uh, excuse me, Tuesday night calls that the National Office does with uh, Jason Gerard. And uh, what you learn is that it doesn't take a tremendous amount of people to make a change, but just some very dedicated people uh, to make a change. And I think Convention of States is the right venue for um, making a difference in the direction that our country is taking. Well, that's great. And I know you had mentioned that you actually got the opportunity to come up with us in February to the Capitol for our surge day. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are listening yes. who might be like you. You know, they, they're concerned, they have strong opinions, but they don't necessarily know how to turn those opinions into action that means something. And you did. You t went up and took that step to go on Capitol Hill here in Missouri and meet with your legislators. What was that like? Was it scary to meet with your legislators, you know, not having any experience with that before, easier than you thought or, or harder than you thought? Well, I've spoken in public uh, a little bit before, so that didn't make me nervous. And I had uh, the great uh, tutoring of uh, Brett Sterley. He took me around and uh, showed me how he talked to the different legislators to let them know that we were up there, why we were up there, uh, what's coming up for them on the uh, agenda for the state. And uh, I got to meet my own representative, who is Phil uh, Cristofanelli. And uh, he was polite and uh, so on and so forth. We chatted. But then I kind of made a breakthrough. You know, uh, Brett talks a lot about developing relationships. I asked my representative, what was it that caused you to come up here uh, and serve? And boy, he just opened up and talked to me and uh, what was important in his mind. And now I feel like I've made a connection. I get his newsletter. I send correspondence up to him. And uh, uh, that's the kind of thing that we need to do. Right now, Convention of States has a, uh, um, a uh, resolution that has passed, but we're looking to remove the Sunshine Clause. That's going to take a little bit of attention. Uh, we're looking to uh, pass legislation on how to select the delegates. And we're facing uh, now some elections here in the fall, and we may have different representatives and state senators uh, in the spring when the legislature opens up again. So uh, uh, we have to continue to work those connections. I know you'd mentioned the, the sunset resolution as well as the commissioner selection resolution, and both of those are, are sort of edits to the, the main resolution, the first of which is, you know, removing in Missouri, we passed a sunset clause that was attached onto our resolution, so after X amount of years, the resolution would would go away. And then a commissioner selection resolution, just like Vivian was saying, that's how we select who goes up to that uh, convention of states when it is called. Now, you'd mentioned both those things and the importance of creating a relationship with a legislator. And some people may be listening in states that haven't passed yet. But for states that have passed, they are past states. You know, Vivian brought up the point that it's really important to still build those relationships. There's always stuff in the works. And I mean, just like the past couple of months, Vivian, they've been insanely crazy. And I think that Convention of States should be, you know, involved 
now more than ever before. Yes, and uh, uh, with the elections coming up in the fall, um, one of the things that's been suggested is that we reach out to all the candidates. I know that was something that they did last fall at the Manchester uh, Fall Festival, is they explain to candidates of either party what Convention of States is about. And I find that uh, whoever you talk to, regardless of their party affiliation, uh, feel like, boy, uh, Washington is just uh, a mess. And uh, some of those, letters, some of those uh, Congress people have been up there for a long, long time. And uh, that in particular is very attractive, uh, I think, to a lot of people, regardless of what your party affiliation is. You know, we are a bipartisan organization. We aren't just a whole bunch of Republicans, and we aren't just a whole bunch of Democrats. We are people who really want to make Washington, D.C., and to the extent of that, all the states, a better place. That, that's what we really want. And I know you had mentioned, Vivian, when you tell people that, when you, when you talk to somebody about our mission, what we stand for, they're really receptive of that. And one of the places you'd already mentioned, the Manchester Fall Festival. I want to talk about that or really let you talk about that for just a, just a few minutes. What was that like to get around, meet people, and, and was it encouraging? It was. It was very encouraging to uh, uh, meet those workers and see uh, how effective even a few people could be um, and uh, uh, see the literature that they have and how they approach uh, people. And uh, so that was, that was very good. I got to meet Patty Siegel from Manchester and Dennis uh, Finetti. And uh, we've done some other uh, meets here in the St. Louis area and would have done more had it not been for the uh, COVID. I can tell you that there's a lot of energy and a lot of interest in uh, uh, what is going on in our country, uh, in the way it's governed, in, uh, particularly in the way that they're spending. Uh, I had the opportunity, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Branson on vacation, and I was chatting with a fellow uh, at the pool. I was actually listening to him talk to my husband and he was saying, oh, I don't know what kind of country my grandchildren are going to inherit. And that gave me an opportunity to uh, let him know, well, there's something called Convention of States, where uh, we can propose amendments to the Constitution, uh, because the, uh, Congress is not going to do it to themselves, to put term limits on, to maybe uh, put a limit on the uh, spending and get that in an, into a more sensible uh, uh, status and uh, limit some of the uh, uh, government overreach. I think I heard a statistic once that 40% of the Missouri budget goes to satisfy programs that are mandated by the federal government. Wouldn't it be nice if the state of Missouri or any state had more control on how it spends its own budget? And that's really what it takes. It doesn't take a big public gathering to go around and talk to everybody in the world about Convention of States. If we can just bring up COS and our mission to just one person, maybe once a week, think about the growth that that would naturally have. Now, Vivian, what was that like to go up and just start talking to somebody about Convention of States? Was it nerve-wracking? How did you feel about it? No, it wasn't nerve-wracking because I really believe in it. Uh, I believe that it is a, a nonviolent way 
you know, we see what's going on in the streets of some of these cities. This is a nonviolent way to affect real change. And so I was very comfortable uh, in uh, bringing it up to uh, a person. It's not like giving a medicine that they, that they hate to drink. Uh, I mean, it's a good thing. Uh, I wish that I had been a little better prepared. Now, you know, you think back and I, you say, oh, I wish I had said this. I should have directed him to, my, uh, to the conventionofstate.com website where he could have read more. Uh, there's wonderful articles. There's courses you can take on the COS University. Um, turns out he was from Louisiana, and his state has already passed Convention of States, yet I got the uh, sense that he wasn't even aware of it. So, uh, yeah, we need to get the word out and uh, any time and place that we can. So I wish I had directed him to the website. Well, and I mean, that's what we're here for. We're always here to look back and, and see what we can do better next time as right. individuals in an organization and as an organization. We're here to grow and, and hopefully, you know, if we grow in the right direction, grow the w right way, make the country a better place for everyone. Right. Now, I know at the start of the interview, Vivian, you had mentioned that you, you know, saw my Slack posts and it's great to finally talk. And I want to harp just a little bit on a pet peeve of mine on the Facebookers. And, and look, I love Facebook. <laughs> I, I use Facebook all the time. Facebook is great. But when people post on Facebook complaining about government overreach or complaining how we have a swamp in D.C. and we need to drain it, but don't do anything, it, it really makes me mad. you know. But you've taken that next step. Instead of just well, posting about it, you have made that next step and went ahead and, and not just posted about it, but taken action. And really, I, I just want to say thank you. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I do share on Facebook, um, uh, and I will, uh, you know, repost something that I think is particularly good. Um, one of the other things that I do is uh, I work with, uh, well, I do prayer with uh, uh, the COS prayer warriors. That's one of the earliest things that I did because I was kind of constrained, but uh, it's wonderful to see how that has grown from what seemed like a few dozen people to now there's like 800 uh, prayer warriors. I think that's indicative of the uh, interest and the passion that people have. Um, we do a, one, um, once a month phone call and I hear people from places that you would not think would be interested in convention of states, like California. There's a number of those people that get on. Hawaii, uh, Virginia, uh, states that uh, are not yet uh, in the project, but there is interest uh, not only among the prayer warriors, people praying for their country and praying for COS, but uh, I've watched the increase in... Uh, uh, interest when I, I think two months ago we had something like uh, 1.4 million petition signers. Now this month we're up to 1.6. It is growing. It's a very well organized and very well run uh, organization, and I think we can uh, that we can succeed. Well, that's right. And if you want to get involved, maybe do a little more than just post on Facebook and complain about you know the country's problems. And you want to take that next step, just like Vivian, 
And whether it's joining our team as a prayer warrior or joining our state leadership team, we have got a home for you at Convention of States. It's super simple. All you have to do is go to cosaction.com. And once you're there, you'll see a Take Action tab up at the top. Go ahead and click on that button. And once you do, you'll be able to see all the different positions and roles that we have and offer for you to go ahead and take action with. Whether you're in Missouri or California, we have got a home for you and somebody from your state and your local team will reach out as soon as you sign up to volunteer. So I hope to see you on the on the team here soon, and I really do appreciate uh, you listening. And thank you so much for coming on, Vivian. Well, thank you, Brad. It's good to meet the man, the myth, and the legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. It's definitely great to have our newest district captain on the show. We really are a big family here at Convention of States, and I sincerely do hope you'll click on that Take Action button and join our team. We have a place for you. And even if you don't want to join the team, sign the petition. You know, Show your legislators that you want change. In order to do that, all you have to do is go to cosaction.com. I hope you'll join me next week. We've got a really big surprise in the works, so tune in next week. And until then, make sure you check out our website, follow us on Facebook, and learn more about Convention of States.